The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning, which is, I believe, the last words I said uh, when I signed off a couple of hours ago. Good morning and welcome to the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury with you, Jack Morris, here in studio after a long night at the office, a long and fruitful night as the Twins victorious 5-4 last night over the Cleveland Indians. Chance to win a series here today on a Sunday before departing for Detroit and then Boston. Manager Paul Molitor joins us via the phone after, uh, again, a long night. And, Paul, did you turn the lights off in uh, Target Field when you left last night? <laughs> I think we did pretty much. That was uh, a little strange uh, scenario and, and how the game unfolded and then the late rain delay. I, I really thought, Chris, that we were probably looking at a suspended game situation as that. I looked there for a while, but... I give uh, I give the, the crew chief uh, Larry Vanover credit for for sticking it out. Um, I don't know if I'd say that if we would have lost, but you know, <laughs> winning, winning the game helps, and uh, you know not have to worry about picking that game up today, and then honoring John Gordon in the second game. It, it just uh, makes for a cleaner day, and and uh, looking forward to getting back out there. Yeah, no question. You don't leave any loose ends to to be tied up, and you guys get the win. It's something you you noted. In your post game, I found interesting. You, this is the third time this month that the Twins have played past the the witching hour of midnight, and then had a day game the next day. And as you pointed out, five and zero, you're putting your perfect record on the line. It's uh, it's something that you know it, you're not sure how long those runs will last, but I, I think you can use them as uh, I don't know if motivation is the right word, but I think as as we kind of uh, rallied the troops last night when it was getting around midnight and playing time. Uh, the starting time looked like it was going to be around 12:15, 12:20. We talked about, you know, hey, let's uh, let's see if we can keep that trend going of, of winning two games in one day. And uh, they went out there and they got it done. Paul, you uh, kind of a twofold question. Did they consult you at all about, uh, you know, whether you'd rather uh, can it and start all over because of the, your pitching situation, or uh, that's question number one. Number two is. Uh, you know, you've played in those games. Now you're managing in these kind of games. Sure. The feel of the players after you sit around for three hours and the clock tri- strikes 12 and it's the next day and you're you're still not playing, you know, talk about that a little. Yeah, well, I, as far as being involved, um, it's pretty much in the umpire's hands. Now, if you get down to a situation where it's your last game against a team, uh of a series or of a season in particular, um, there's some things that you might have to talk about that the league might get involved. So we were kind of, uh, you know, at their disposal in terms of if they wanted us to stay, we were going to stay. And it turned out to be a good decision because thankfully it, and it, it wrapped up rather quickly once we resumed play. Uh, I think, you know, as a player, Jack, you're challenged sometimes and you can look back and say, yeah, I was really mentally tough and I was always ready for those kind of situations. But sometimes it take, takes its toll. What I sensed last night that made it a little bit more tough for us was that I think everybody in that clubhouse thought that we should have won that game without having to even play extra innings, you know, with the opportunities we had and, uh, you know, not taking advantage. And, and, uh, and yet somehow we, we trailed and, and found our way back in it. So um, I, I think that, that guys were professional enough to, you know, to, 
try to find the energy to come out there ready to play. I think the little small crowd that gathered above our dugout kind of energized us a little bit. So we went out there and Trevor May got a two-pitch fly out, and, and then uh, we put together a winning rally. Obviously, Sundays you rarely take batting practice anyway. You just tell the guys show up at game time? <laughs> I uh, I usually have an arrival time on Sundays a little bit later anyways, but with last night we, we're, not, we're not having them come in until about 11.30 or so today. I know some guys will come in because they like to get in there and get their breakfast and get in the cage and do some things, but I, I want people to have the opportunity to, you know, um, get as much, as much rest as they can and uh, come in and we'll stretch, we'll get loose, we'll take some swings for the hitters and the pitchers will be ready and we'll, we hope that Kibbe has a good day. Last thought on last night's game or this morning's game, Paul, before we take our first break. That might be as emotional as we've ever seen Michael Tonkin on the mound. He wanted to get a chance to get that third out. He was really throwing the ball well and uh, uh, Trevor May ends up getting the vulture uh, for him, huh? Well, it's good to see Michael. You know, he, You know, he's really become a lot better pitcher, more consistent this year. I mean, we see a little hiccup along the way, but I think he's just got that kind of take charge mindset when he comes in there, and he's got a chance to influence the game. You know, unfortunately, a lot of his outings are not where it's one run, two run. He's got to come in there and do some things for us. But when he gets in the game late, that he's got a chance to, you know, save or win. Um, I think he gets really amped up about it and disappointed in the tough coming out last night, but he certainly did a good job. Yeah, he did a great job, and uh, Trevor May did a great job coming in just those two pitches to get you guys to the bat rack and to the victory. This is the Paul Molitor Show. We're back. We'll talk more with the Twins manager when we return on your home for Twins baseball. In the history of Minnesota baseball, there's one name that means legend, Killebrew. So when you gather together this summer, there's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. That's Killebrew. Your whole family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a cold, frothy Killebrew root beer at Target Field. Then cheer on the fun. Killebrew root beer. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Continental Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Continental Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. An ode to Twins fans by Target. We adore you decked out in your navy and red, often hidden under parkas and hats on your head. You've gone to Fort Myers for a spring training game, and at gate 34, they know you by name. You come to the game whether rain, sleet, or snow, the most loyal and dedicated fans that we know. You cheer extra loud when the mascots all race. Your voice is a song we want to hear every day. You make our hearts skip a beat like no one else can. Because at Target, we're a fan of the fans. Don't let a sports injury keep you from achieving your goals. Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine Center's leading orthopedic surgeons treat athletes of all ages and abilities, including professional athletes from around the world, using minimally invasive techniques that reduce pain and speed recovery. It's sports medicine designed by Mayo Clinic experts. Make your appointment today at Mayo Clinic Square in Minneapolis or Mayo Clinic in Rochester. Mayo Clinic is changing your game. 
You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. The Palm Holiday Show comes your way every Sunday morning. It's sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created. Legends are made. Memories for the folks who stuck it out last night uh, and into the early hours as the Twins leveled their series with the Cleveland Indians. And you alluded to the missed opportunities, Paul. Third inning, fourth inning, chances for maybe some some big knockout-type innings uh, and came away with just the one run. This team in particular strikes me, the Cleveland Indians, as a team you better not misfire on an early opportunity against because their starting pitching is so sound. If you let those guys out of the uh, out of the snare early, they seem to know how to, uh, to, to run and hide with it. Well, I think it goes um, right along with the fact that they're just playing really good baseball, especially over this last you know six to eight week period where they've kind of jumped up in the top of the division, and uh, it's a nice mix they have over there. You can talk about a lot of components to their team. Some young, up-and-coming offensive stars, uh, guys that have been there for a while, they've turned into really good players, the Santanas and the Kipnesses, and then they've gone out and they've added veteran, experienced-type people who know how to win. I think Napoli probably tops that list. But their pitching is uh, what's going to make them go, um, give them a chance over the long haul. If those guys stay healthy, they got a lot of power arms. and They're young, but it seems like they've been around for a while from, you know, Carrasco right on down. They're, they're, they're solid. And uh, like you said, you give them, you know, you don't take advantage of your opportunities early in the game. Sometimes it's going to come back to haunt you. You know, fortunately, last night we figured out a way to still win the game. Paul, you've got uh, Josh Tomlin against you today. He's got nine wins on the year. It seems like all the Cleveland starters uh, have got a good win-loss ratio, and uh, Kyle Gibson uh, on the mound against him. Do you feel like everybody has to have a turn in the rotation for the team to kind of gel again after the break? Uh, You get those three, four days off during All-Star break. How long do you think it usually takes for a team to get clicking again? I think before last year, Jack, I didn't pay – at least very particular attention to starting pitching and coming out of the, out of the break and how guys are going to react to getting back out there out of, after a little bit of an extended layoff. You know, you're never really quite sure of how who, got, who does what during the break. I'm sure guys try to get some running in and play catch or throw to somebody, but it's a little bit different. So you're not sure how their legs are going to be as far as being under them and how deep they can go in some of those things. So it's a little bit tricky, I think, when you first come out. Um, you know, we've seen Irvin, who said he felt great, but, you know, his command, he said it didn't feel quite right. And, and it's just different things for different people. So uh, Talman has had a great year, maybe a little bit under the radar from some of those other, other starters over there, but we know he's tough. And Gibby seems to be um, picking up the pace a little bit here as of late, and heading into the break, and, you know, it'd just be nice to start the first series of the second half with a, with a home uh, series win if we can find a way to win today. You mentioned Kyle Gibson on the mound for you today. You know, here's a guy that, uh, you know, it's hard to really put a, a, a thumb on how his season started because you don't really know if he was feeling bad prior to him going on the disabled list. He finally right. gets through the DL after an extended time and uh, gets his minor league work in, gets himself ready, and he's been pitching fairly well since then. Uh, you know, what do you expect out of him today after quite a long layoff, and, uh, you know, is there anything that he needs to do differently uh, today? We, uh, I think we talked with Gibby, um, especially Neil and Eddie, maybe more so than for me, but I, we, we try to keep him aggressive, Jack. You know, uh, 
you know, he's probably the freshest of our guys, given the fact that he had that layoff. I, I'm not sure what number start this is, but I know it trails uh, some of the other guys by at least seven or eight. And so uh, it shouldn't be any issues for him as far as arm strength and where he's at. His shoulders come back strong since uh, the DL stint. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where I know that I, when I watch, I, I wish he would trust his fastball a lot more, especially that first time through the lineup. You know, you come out, uh, you know, you miss your first pitch, and then you go to change up, change up, trying to get back into account on the first hit of the game. And so it just said, hey, I can move this fastball both sides of the plate. I can get it to dart and dive, and I'm going to trust that. And that's sure going to make my change up and slider better um, going forward, hopefully in the second and third time through. And it's not everybody's like that. We know there's some ambush hitters. you got to pitch a little bit differently. But I think we'd like to stay him, see him stay a little bit aggressive. Well, I think you bring a good point. Uh, I, I watch Kyle Gibson's my take that here's a guy that usually starts the game and he's right there borderline in the strike zone all the time. The trouble is most of the time he's just off the plate and he doesn't get those pitches he gets behind and then all of a sudden that's when things can go south for him. How do you, you know, and how does Neil Allen, uh, you know, work with him about just trying to maybe hit a third of the plate instead of the corners early in the game? Well, I, I think that it's been, you know, it's been told to him more than a couple of times that he's got to trust that. There's something about guys that overthink and try to think they have to be too fine. And, you know, whether you're 10 starts into your career or, you know, however many Gibby is, it's it's just one of those things. Some days you warm up and maybe you don't have that confidence or your ball feels like that's coming out, so you start to get too fine like that. But we all think that his fastball plays in the zone and it doesn't have to be too fine. And when you think about it, too, Jack, his, his slider and his changeup, the shape of those pitches aren't necessarily pitches that he throws over a lot. They're, they're meant to be borderline pitches that mm-hmm. he gets swings on. And unfortunately, when you're behind or early in the count, you got professional hitters, they, they, they don't bite. They're, they're going to they're gonna take advantage and drive your pitch count up and try to get in better situations to do damage. All right, good stuff there. We're going to hear from Neil Allen about that topic as part of our pregame lineup card today. In the meantime, we'll take a time out. If you'd like to join us, 877-388-9467. It's 877-38-TWINS. We're back with Paul Molitor, Jack Morris, in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, (laughs) that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at theshelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 
You can do so many cool things when you're older, shave, pay bills, try to keep the weight off. Well, getting older just got better. Treasure Island Resort and Casino presents Senior Days. Fans 55 and better receive a $5 discount in Field Box and Powerball Pavilion tickets for all weekday day games. Go to TwinsBaseball.com for more information. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Two kids can receive $5 off a U.S. Bank home run porch view or home plate view ticket with the purchase of one adult ticket in the same section on Sunday, Super America Not Whole Kids Day. Coupons available exclusively at Super America locations. The Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killer Brew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. Memories are created, legends are made. We've got Jack Morris, we've got Paul Molitor, we've got the Twins and the Tribe getting set for the rubber match of a three-game series uh, later this afternoon. Also, Hall of Fame induction for John Gordon. Hey, Kenny Vargas had a single yesterday, Paul, so I guess the rumors of a rift between you know him and Butch, I was going to start that in the radio booth, that he just didn't want to talk to Butch, so he kept doubling and uh, hitting home runs. You, you finally got him to pull the shoot at first base. They're bringing me back a little bit late from the break, so I missed the first five of your comments. There. <laughs> we got we got to get out of those guys. I don't think they got much sleep either. <laughs> I think they actually slept on the board. The buttons might be depressed. I said Kenny finally got a, a single. He finally stopped and yeah. talked to Butch for the for the first time all year long. It's pretty amazing, you know. He, he's done a nice job since he's come back, and I don't know how many extra base hits it was. I think it was getting close to double figures, right before uh, he mixed and in nine. a single. So. Yeah, you know, it's that, it's that speed threat that he brings that we got we to keep in the mix. So, I, you know, I, Kenny and I, we talked about when he came up. I, I, I get it. It was, it was a tough deal for him this winter with Park coming in and, and spring training, and we got him plenty of at bats. But he had to go down and, uh, you know, kind of lost in the shuffle for a while. But, you know, opportunity knocks, and he's come up and, and taken advantage so far. So I'm going to keep trying to find him at bats. We, we have a little tricky situation here with roster and who we have and who to play and you know I don't want to get too far out of my head of myself and try to project down the road it's just kind of day-to-day guys deserve a shot and we're going to try to keep everybody in there and give them a chance. Paul we talked briefly about the starters and the you know the reality of the long all-star break and being ready and getting back in tune but let's talk a little bit about the players, uh, the position sure. players, everybody was kind of clicking. I mean, you had a great series down in Texas. A lot of the young guys, Kepler in particular, was really swinging a hot bat. And then yeah. the break comes. And, you know, from your experience, uh, if you can remember way back when you were younger, <laughs> uh, talk about, you know, what you felt, how many at-bats you needed again to, to kind of get in the swing of things. You know, it's uh, it's changed, Jack, in the dynamic of it for for a really, really long time. I think, I don't know if I ever had four days off at the break. Right. It was always three. And a lot of times, you know, if we were going to open up at home the second half, you know, I'd, I'd go down to the park on, you know, Wednesday and, you know, get a few swings in the cage. So basically it was only a couple of days off. I never really remember it being a big issue. Um you know, does it affect your timing a little bit when you're facing this caliber of pitching to, to not see it live for four days? I, I suppose it does a tad. 
But, you know, these guys are good athletes, and, and they're eye to hand, and, and the way their bodies work, they they get back on track. I, I thought the first night, you know, Carrasco was throwing good, and Irvin was throwing good. There's some late swings, maybe, and hitters counts on some fastballs, but, you know, is that, you know, the 95, or is that these guys are times a little bit off? So it, there, there might be a small effect there, but it doesn't take these guys long to get back on track. You know, Paul, even before the rain delay last night and the late night, it was kind of an odd game and a rarity this year, and where you and Terry Francona really both, you know, pulling a lot of levers, pushing a lot of buttons, both backup catchers were in the game by the eighth yeah. inning. You haven't had a lot of games like that this year. No, it's, uh, you know, when we're going with the 12-man bench, a lot of times our bench was kind of not really set up to do a lot of things, whether it was pinch running or pinch hitting, and you know, it's 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 been nice to have that extra player there, and we got some athletes in there that are versatile. They can play around, they can hit, they can run. So it gives me a few more choices. I know Terry went through his four guys too. I I thought about that after the game last night. I Escobar, you know, I pinch hit him. He's three for three, and you know, got a chance maybe to go ahead and and do some damage there. But it put me in a precarious position in that you know, putting Kurt in the game, and you know, Esco's kind of my emergency catcher. So kind of left ourselves hanging out there a little bit but you know thankfully Kurt was able to finish the game and we didn't have any issues but it's something that you think about when especially how you're going to protect your catching situation when you get your second catcher in the game. Paul I gotta imagine uh, your bullpen's kind of ready to go again even though you had to use several guys last night uh, yeah. you know it, it's one of those deals where you, everybody didn't pitch that much so you're probably ready no. to go. Well I, I think we're okay Jack and you know to be honest with you the, the one guy that I'm, I'm need to be and will try to be more mindful about his Presley. Um, you know, the appearances, you know, it's easy to forget that he was injured last year and, and uh, you know, coming back, he's he's up there amongst league leaders, I think 45, 46 appearances here on the pace for over 80 games. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna try to monitor that a little bit better and make sure that we, uh, we keep him healthy throughout the second half. But I think for the most part, everyone else should be in pretty good shape. We'll take our last break, come back, wrap things up with manager Paul Molitor on your home for Twins Baseball. Cancel cable for CenturyLink Prism TV and get tons of HD channels, whole home DVR, and a wireless set-top box. Move your TV anywhere there's power, even outside. It's so much entertainment, you might feel like a Hollywood insider. Oh, excuse me. I hate to be that guy, but I ordered water with a spritz of lemon. This tastes like a squeeze. Just don't go to Hollywood. Switch at cprismtv.com or call 855-757-MY-TV. Service may not be available in your area. Residential customers only. Restrictions, limitations, and monthly fees will apply. Contact CenturyLink for details. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to MNEYE.com. For your eyes, do what the Twins do and see Minnesota Eye. There's two ways to enjoy the Hall of Fame taste of Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Traditional glass bottles in six packs or by the case, or the go anywhere, chill instantly, non breakable, resealable aluminum bottles. Choose your fun and create a legendary memory today. Minnesota made Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Available at Cub Foods for your next get together. Killebrew. 
It's how memories are created and legends are made. Hey, Twins fans, now is your shot to win playing One Day Fantasy Baseball at DraftKings.com, the official One Day Fantasy Baseball partner of your Minnesota Twins. With One Day Fantasy Baseball at DraftKings, you can play when you want with the players you want, and DraftKings is bringing the excitement of the game to a whole new level. With every strikeout and every monster home run, bringing you closer to victory. Just pick two pitchers and eight position players. Stay under the salary cap and outscore the competition to win. Go to DraftKings.com now and use promo code MNTWINS to play free today. Celebrating 50 years of winning right, Pentair makes rain a home field advantage at Target Field. While our boys of summer are playing on the field, Pentair's rainwater recycle system is working under the field, capturing and filtering rainwater. The rainwater is reused to wash the lower level seats and more. And it's a hit, saving the Twins nearly 2 million gallons of water each year. Visit Pentair.com slash Twins to learn more about other sustainable water solutions. Pentair, the official sustainable water provider of the Minnesota Twins. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Final segment, the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made right here in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Speaking of memories and legends, Hall of Fame weekend, John Gordon, our colleague, inducted into the Twins Hall of Fame, as uh, he will uh, have that honor today. Uh, we will have Terry Ryan on with Corey. Uh, that's going to come up around noon. Then at 1230, the lineup card right into John's ceremony. We'll take that live. Jim Rance will introduce. Uh, and then we've got baseball, the Twins, and the Cleveland Indians. And, Paul, Eddie Gordado rocking that sport coat over a uniform <laughs> look. That could catch on, huh? The kids could start wearing that, maybe take off with it. Yeah, he had that 54 long on, I think, to <laughs> go go over that uni. But, uh, you know, he did a nice job. I thought the ceremony as a whole was beautiful. They had a really nice video montage. And, and Eddie, you know, gets nervous when he has to talk, but he's one of those heartfelt guys. He lets it flow, and the introduction was beautiful. And Tori, of course, you know, just a natural, gifted speaker with the mic, just transparent and open and honest and you know, I thought his message at the end about, you know, uh, bridging gaps with love and, and all the things he brought were, were beautiful. So great to see him get in. Obviously well-deserved. I think it's going to be great for John today, too, another man I have a lot of respect for. So the Twins do it right. they got a beautiful Hall of Fame thing going on, and uh, they get the right people in there. Paul, I want to go back to a subject that I'm kind of curious about, and I'd like to get your take on it. The Twins have played the first-place Cleveland Indians fairly well this year. You guys are holding your own against them, actually winning yep. the series so far. You go into Detroit where it hasn't been so much uh, in your favor, and yet Cleveland has walked all over Detroit. <laughs> Detroit can't beat Cleveland. So how do you explain what's going on in this division this year, uh, and and do you have you seen enough of Cleveland to, to think that maybe they will be the team to beat uh, when it's all said and done? Yeah, it's not, it's not like those old math formulas, Jack. If A's over B and B's over C, then A's over C. You know, it, it's just, it doesn't work that way. Um, you can't always explain it. You know, Cleveland, we got early in the year. We played well. We won a couple series, and, you know, who knows? We got a ton of games left with them. And and it, it kind of gets under my throat a little bit, you know, these records against the Detroits and the Chicago's and the Kansas Cities and things like that. But it's the reality. So I can't really explain it. Um, I think we're playing better, and I'm not overly concerned about who it is against right now. I think if we continue to pitch well, I think our young guys are coming along offensively. 
but yes, we, we need to get we need to get on the board against that club, and hopefully we do it uh, after we've won a series here against Cleveland. Now, right, good luck today, Paul. That's Paul Molitor debunking the transitive property, by the way, on the uh, Paul <laughs> Molitor show here today. For Jack and Paul, I'm Chris. Enjoy the rest of your day across our network, full day of Twins programming right here. You have been listening to the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.